Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. For more information, please call 234-803-481-0869 or for free audio downloads, kindly visit www.davidogaga.org. Deal with the gate of Judah. We dealt with the gate of Reuben before. It was the first bank. And surprisingly, we're going to be dealing with the gate of Judah. Judah, the word Judah means praise. He was the fourth son by Leah for Jacob. You know Leah? Is that okay? Hey, are you with me? Get your Bibles and be smart. Don't worry about what we just said. Don't worry. God is love. Praise God. <laughs> God is love. Hallelujah. Okay. So we'll find out praise for the first son of Leah to Jacob. Now, the name praise, I mean, praise of Judah actually originated in Leah's world of praise to the Lord on account of his death when it was given back to him that you find in Genesis 20. When you look at Genesis 29 verse 35, that is where basically the name comes from. Uh, when he said, praise. You know, Leah was kind of saying, and she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, now I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. And then she stopped bearing. That's where the name came from. Judah, I will praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because he gave birth to another son. All right. Now, what, what, what's important to us is about the character of Judah. We're going to deal with the character of Judah and see the spiritual implication on how we can assess the entry into the city of God through these gates. Remember, there are 12 gates. We have to do with the 12th son. So, the character of Judah is so vitally important. It was Judah that kind of interposed in behalf of Joseph so that his life was spared. Judah had the same spirit. You can read Genesis 37 verse 26. He had the same spirit largely with Reuben. Both of them were the people responsible for Joseph not to be killed. Reuben said, let's not kill this guy. And then this is what Judah did. And Judah said unto his brethren, what profit is it if we slay our brother and conceal his blood? What profit? He was among the people preaching. Okay, look at verse 27. Verse 27 said, come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelite and let not our hand be upon him for he is our brother. And our flesh and his brethren were content." So, we find that one of the major characteristics of the gates of Judah is spiritual intervention on behalf of the members of your family and even the church. Intervention. Let's not kill them. Now, you see, 
The spirit of Judah, just like the spirit of Reuben, is like that of the opposite of Cain. Cain killed Abel. And when the Lord said, where is our brother? What was the answer? Am I my brother's keeper? Are you with me? And now sometimes in church, you kill one another. This makes it difficult for you to assess the city of God that we are dealing with. I want you to get it because it's very important. Is that okay? It makes it difficult for you to assess the city of God. Remember we are dealing with Revelation 21. Entering the city of God. Because they have 12 gates. And I told you the city is not something upstairs. The city is a realm. It's a church. It's the house of faith in God. Hallelujah. No, you try to find out for yourself. Try to ask yourself this question. How many times have you tried to intervene upon somebody, I mean on behalf of someone in the church or in the family who is going through pressure, or who is about to die, or to whom other people are conspiring to do harm to? The true spirit of Judah is not just the praise, is intervention on behalf of people. And you cannot intervene on behalf of people except truly you have love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you there? Now, if you look at Genesis 43 verse 3 to 10, we don't have time to read all of that, but I'll give you the background. You find again that during the second visit, you know, when the children of Jacob first went to Egypt, remember the story? To buy icons. Hmm? Alright. When they came back, Joseph said, let the last bone be brought. Now if the last bone of your father will not come with you as you're coming back, I will say, come for you. Praise the Lord. And so when they were back going back, Jacob said, no, I can't release Benjamin because, you see, Joseph is gone. Now he wants to deprive me of this one again. And so Israel said, wherefore death he has only with me as to tell the man whether he had a brother. I'm just reading verse 43. Go back to verse 43 again. I mean verse 3. Look at verse 3 again. Praise the Lord. Genesis 43 verse 3. I just wanted to pick that again first. And Judah spake unto him, saying, The man did solemnly protest unto us, saying, Ye shall not see my face, except you, your brother be with you. Verse 4. Very fast. If thou wilt send our brother with us, we will go down and buy food. And then verse 5 says, But if thou wilt not send him, we will not go down. For the man said unto us, Ye shall not see my face, except you, your brother be with you. And verse number 6. And the Bible says, And Israel said, Wherefore that is so ill with me, as thou to tell the man whether you have a brother. Verse number 7. And they said, The man asked us strictly for our state and of our kindred, saying, Is your father yet alive? Have ye another brother? And we told him, According to the tenor of those wells, 
Could we vehemently have known that he would say, bring your brother down? And Judah said unto his father, send the lad with me, and we arise and go, that we may live and not die. Both we and thou and also our little ones. Praise the living God. Yet again we find that Judah was standing between the whole family and his father to ensure that he survived. It's just part of what we're talking this morning. <laughs> we, we can't allow hunger. Now, you see, here we find that Judah was, became the spokesman. Now, we're talking about people who can continuously stand up for the good of the entire people, speaking for them. Speaking for the church, speaking for Christ, speaking for God. That is the spirit of Judah. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Look at chapter 44 verse 14. Genesis. Chapter 44 verse 14. And Judah said, Judah and his brethren came to Joseph's house, for he was yet there, and they fell before him on the ground. Amen? Verse 15. And Joseph said unto them, What it is that that you have done? Will you know that such a man as I can similarly design? Now let me give you the background to this. By the time they came back and they were going back home, carrying all of those things, Joseph wittingly put the golden cup in the, in the, that is the, the basket or whatever, the bag of Benjamin. Is that okay? And so by the time they were on the road, Joseph said, people said, go, go search them. They went and searched and they find that the cup was in the mouth of Benjamin. He wanted to keep Benjamin behind. It's supposed to be their kind of their last born. Is that okay? Right. So, he found the cup and he said, hey Amen. why have you done this? And uh, Judas came forward and started speaking again. Now, all this time they have never known that this is Joseph. But what I'm pointing out to you from this passage is the fact that Judah was always speaking. Okay, let's go back again. Look, look verse 16. And Judah said, What shall we say unto my Lord? What shall we speak? Or how shall we clear ourselves? God has found now the iniquity of their servant. Behold, we are thy Lord's servant, both we and he also with whom the cup is found. Praise the Lord. Did you get that? Now, the point I'm showing you here, Judah was always speaking. Before they came from home, Judah spoke. Is that okay? Right. Right here, they now got into trouble. Judas was speaking. Okay? Let's look at chapter 44, verse 28. Genesis 44, verse 28. And the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn in pieces. Am I correct? Okay, let me see what I'm really looking for. Uh, sorry. Go to, go to verse um, 46. Let's look at 46, 28 rather. And he sent Judah before him unto Joseph to direct his face unto Goshen. Now, this is another point. And they came into the land of Goshen. Now, when finally, you know, he heard about Joseph, and then finally they went there, Jacob and the whole family finally came to Egypt, and they went to Pharaoh, 
And they told Pharaoh, I mean, Joseph had to explain to Pharaoh that his relation with his father's house have come down here. And what's the next thing that happened? Pharaoh now said, okay, Joseph, get them somewhere. Which was not going to be Goshen. And yeah, you know, told Judah again. And he sent Judah. What I'm trying to say is, Judah is always in front of the family. Hallelujah. This is very important. Now you think about it this way. Assuming you are three, four, five children in the home, and your father is beating one of you, or something about happening to one of you. I'm talking of the spirit that stands up to intervene at a particular moment. Praise the Lord. This is a spirit that will not allow not just the house, but the members of the house to do what? To suffer. That's the spirit of Judah. When you begin to have that kind of spirit within you, it's just like Reuben. For me, this is completely like Christ. And I'm going to show you something very powerful about it. You are assessing God. You see what God said? I'll be merciful to the merciful. I'll be faithful to the faithful. Are you following what I'm saying here? The way you deal with people in your home, the way you deal with people in the church, is the same way God deals with you. If you have to assess the mind of God, you must abide the spirit of Judah. It's, it's the gate into the city of God. Praise the living God. Are you there? Amen. Now, we know there is something very important again. We need to go back to that Genesis chapter 43 verse, verse number 8. Let me show you something again. Which is very powerful. The first thing I made to understand is see, Judah ascended as a leader among the 12 tribes. So you see, there is a kind of ascension spirit because of what you intend to do, because of what you can do for both your family and the church where you are in. There's a kind of an ascension that you receive. You come into the place of leadership because you have this kind of spirit. Hallelujah. And so, here again we find out, Judah said unto his father, send the lad with me, and we will arise and go, that we may live and not die. Both we and that children. Now, let's look at the next verse. It's like something is there that is very important. I will be shorty for him of my hand, Shall that require him? If I bring him not unto thee, and send him not before thee, then let me bear the blame forever. Hallelujah. Can we look at verse 10? Shall I say something there? For except we have lingered, and surely now we will have returned this second time. Okay. What, what did you think Judah have just done? He signed shorty. For the whole family. Require this Benjamin from a hand if I want to bring him back. Is that okay? In other words, he's standing to say, My family must not die as long as I live. But it takes one thing very important for this kind of business to happen. If somebody is borrowing money and you have to stand at the shorty, 
one thing is important that they want to observe in your life your integrity so you find that Judah had integrity the father can take him for his words <laughs> is that okay the verse 10 tells you that there was a delay in the father allowing Benjamin to go but he has to sign shorty on behalf of himself and the father recognized that this guy has integrity. I can trust him. Do you have integrity? Can I trust you? Can God trust you? That is the gate of Judah. <laughs> Are you sitting there with me? When you say something, can we take you for what you've said? Can we believe you? When you make a promise, can we believe you? That's the gate of Judah. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying now? The father relieved Benjamin because he said, I stand as a guarantor. I mean, you, you know what it means? Sometimes some of you feel from say, you must have two guarantors. What they mean to say is, because of these people, we'll give you the job. We trust these people. Anytime somebody writes a name as a guarantor, the company are submitting that you say, we trust this man, so we'll give you the job. Can God trust you? Can even this church trust you? Can your family members trust you? Can your parents trust you? That's the gate of Judah. Hmm? A little ones, when you're in school, can we trust you? You're entering the city of God. Must enter through the spirit of integrity. Hallelujah. Are you following it's so vitally important you understand what I'm saying. That is Judah. He had integrity. The father can trust him and commit a whole human soul into his hand. Because the father could only allow Benjamin to go because of Judah. Can I trust you? Can God trust you? Hallelujah. Amen. Go back again to Genesis 44, verse number 32. 44, 32. Praise the Lord. Just give a pause there. Praise the Lord. Sorry. 44.32 For thy servant Now remember. For thy servant became shorty for the lad unto my father. Now he's speaking to Joseph. Saying if I bring him not unto thee then I shall bear the blame to my father forever. Praise the Lord. When Joseph finally defined the cup in the, in the sack of Benjamin and decided to hold him back, Joseph was now going to keep this boy behind. But what did Judah say? Judah said, no, this is what I told my father. 
that I will bring back this boy. Are you sitting there with me? Again, we'll find out the intervention of Judah made Joseph to not just think about releasing Benjamin, but to finally open up as to who he was. All this while, they've never known that it was Joseph. They thought they were dealing with one Egyptian man. But there's a final moment that he opened up to himself and said, I am a brother. Praise the living God. Judah will open some secrets in the spirit realm that no other gate can open. Are you following me? You have to understand what we are dealing with. Entering the city of God. Entering into the realm where God himself is your father. Whose maker and builder is God. The city whose maker and builder is God. And where men are ashamed to call God their father. How to come to that realm is what I'm dealing with. When you come to this place where you can stand to defend the house, defend your people, through it, I mean, stick out your name and, and take it upon yourself. It's like saying, if it is dying, let me die for the sake of these people. You are coming to the place where God is truly your father. Where you are entering the city. Where God is not ashamed. Where you are not ashamed to call God your father. Have you come to that level yet? In your work with God. Can God trust you? That's the question. I want you to think. You see, it's not enough to go to church. You know, we sing and ask God for all of these things, whatever the case may be. There's a realm by which we walk into entering God. Hallelujah. Now, there is something very important I would like you to see. Genesis 49 verse number 8. Again. This is when Jacob was prophesying. So sometimes you find that Judah was prophetically declared, prophetically when the father was speaking, asked about who he is and his character. Look at it. Verse 8. Jacob was speaking. Judah, thou art he whom thy brethren shall praise. Judah will praise. Why will his brethren praise him? Look at what he did. Continue to not only... And the first time is about Joseph. Let's not kill him. He stood for Joseph. When it was time for hunger in the family, he stood for the family. When they go to Egypt, to go to Goshen, Judah had to leave them. Say, Judah, you are the one that your family is going to do what? Praise. When will you bring honor to your family? When will your walk in the family turn to praise? When will the things you do in the church cause the brethren to give you praise? That is Judah. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he said, 
Thou shalt be in the neck of the enemies. Thy hand shall be in the necks of their family. That is very important. In other words, through the ministry of Judah, you can literally subdue enemies. You know what it means to hold somebody by the neck? You suffocate that individual. <laughs> so through this gate, you have power over enemies. When you begin to live the life I'm talking about, you have authority over enemies. That's the gate of Judah. <laughs> Glory to God. The next thing he says, that father children shall bow down before thee. <laughs> Amen. Verse 9 says, Judah is a lion's worm. From thy prey, my son, that shall gone up. He stooped down, he coached as a lion. Now, let's just quickly go down to, look at it from message translation. Again, I think it's easier there for us to just pick it up. Very good. You, Judah, your brothers will praise you. Can I hear an amen? Your fingers on your enemy's throat. While your brothers honor you. So, because you are conquering the enemy, that is what is going to bring the honor. You see that? Now, all these enemies, as it were, is on behalf still of the family. That's why they're going to honor him. What is oppressing your people? And what are you doing about those things? What is affecting your wife, your husband, your children? And what are you doing about those things? That is the gate of Judah. <laughs> Praise God. Are you there? No, no, no. There's something very special about this Judah thing when I started studying about his life. You see, in the midst of what they wanted to do unto Joseph, now he was on the side of Joseph. He never remembered any of those things to think of rewarding them in an evil manner. Even when they got to the promised land. He was still carrying everybody along. So one of the spirits of Judah is a forgiving spirit. No retaliation. Hallelujah. Look at verse 9. Message translation. Verse 9. You are a lion's cub, Judah. Home fresh from the kill, my son. Look at him. Crushed like a lion. King of beasts. Who dares mess with him? Man, the spirit of Judah is that of Christ. This is actually prophetic of Jesus Christ. But manifested in a person among the twelve tribes. That is why you find that Jesus had to also come from the tribe of Judah. Because it was the revelation of his nature. Are you seeing this? Look at the next verse. The scepter shall not leave Judah. That the authority shall not leave Judah. He will keep a firm grip on the common staff until the ultimate ruler comes and nations obey him. Who is the ultimate ruler? Jesus Christ. Can you see this? So, when you start manifesting the spirit of the grace of Judah, there is a manifestation of the Christ. This is the gate of Judah. I want you to think, when you have those characteristics, 
you end up becoming a person of authority. So one of the things that the gate of Judah brings to you is the power of what? Authority. You will be able to have authority over enemies. That's a prophetic word. You begin to live out a prophetic destiny in your life. So it's not about praying for power. It's about living to get power. That the ultimate ruler will finally come. Praise the Lord. Is anybody with me here? I don't know how you see what I'm seeing here. <laughs> oh my God. You say your fingers will be on the throat of your enemy. How long have we gone? Should we stop? I have a few things to share with you along that line. We'll go on. Okay, thank you. Now, so you see, the spirit of Judah is compassionate, is for integrity, is for dominion. Now I'm going to show you how this is executed in the realm of dominion. Psalm 100 and verse number 4. Read it from verse 4. Psalm 100 from verse 4. Remember Judah equal praise. So you find that when you begin to enter into the city of God, there are some things that are going to walk with. Are you there with me? Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with what? With Judah. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Praise the Lord. Okay. Now I'll show you what Judah does because he says, your finger shall be at the throat of what? Your enemies. Second Chronicles 20. Very quickly now. Judah manifests dominion over enemies in times of warfare. Second Chronicles 20 verse 19. Now, this was a time that warfare was going to take place. The enemies are coming. Jehoshaphat needs to do something about it. And the Lord has to speak to Jehoshaphat. Now look, this is what Jehoshaphat did. And the Bible says, And the Levites of the children of Kohath and of the children of the Kothites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. Verse 20. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tokwa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah. There is somebody that has to be addressed in terms of warfare. And Judah. Hear me, O Judah. He didn't say, Hear me, O Israel, in this sense. And he said, And ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Can you see the difference there? Very good. Believe in the Lord your God, so you shall be established. Believe in his prophet, so you shall prosper. And look at the next thing. Verse 21. And the Bible says, And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord. Bringing in the spirit of Judah now. And thou shalt do what? Praise the beauty of holiness. And they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord for his message endured forever. Manifest Judah with regards to the holiness and the beauty of the Lord. So, what happened? Verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise, what happened? The Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Maseer, which were come against Judah, and they were what? Smitten. Praise the Lord. Did you get it? 
It simply means when you begin to manifest the spirit of Judah with the spirit of praise, the spirit of joy, there is an ambushment that God lays against the enemies. This one he said, your finger shall be at the throat of your enemies. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Where is your joy? You can assess this gate without joy. You can assess this gate without praise in your heart. This is how you move in into the city. And we enter its court with praise. I went there is caught with thanksgiving. This is how you assess the city. And in so doing, you are bringing down enemies. You don't know unknown to you because you praise in the holiness and the, and the mercies of God and the beauty of God. God himself takes over because if you go to the top and begin to read them, the Bible says, this battle is not yours but the Lord. So if you want God to fight for you, you got to start to praise him. Hallelujah. Sometimes, listen closely, we can easily overcome so many problems when we begin to sing praises and glory to God. How many of you understand that Paul has had as they were about to come out of prison because they worship God? Give him praise. That's what God wants from you. As you praise him, as you praise his holiness, you praise his beauty, praise his glory. You see, go read the book of Revelation. All the people that were giving praises to the Lord and saying, holy, holy, they said, and the four living creatures. And what are the four living creatures? The Bible said they were human beings. They were redeemed from amongst men. They were, not, they were not cherubims and seraphim, the way we used to call them. But all they were concerned was singing about the praise and the beauty and the holiness of God. Holy, holy, holy unto the Lord. And any time you're lifting up God in worship and praise, something is happening. Some that will come to church and want to worship God, some of you don't even have any spirit to connect. You don't have any spirit to connect. What praise is going on? What worship is going on? You don't have the spirit to connect. Hmm? But in the midst of worshiping and praising God, God intervenes on your behalf. Glory to God. Let me show you something else. Judges chapter 1, the book of Judges chapter number 1. Praise God. Take two more scriptures and we'll be done. Judges chapter number one, verse one. Now after the death of Joshua, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, Who shall go up for us against the Canaanite first to fight against them? What's the answer that God gave? And the Lord said, Judah shall go up. Behold, I have delivered the land into his hand. Into whose hand? Into Judah's hand. I have delivered the land, all the enemies, into the hand of praise. As you praise God, you get the victory over the enemies. As you praise God, you get the victory over the land. As you go to possess the land, the instrument of warfare you have to handle with what? Praise. I see some people wake up in the morning and give giving praise to God. That's how you conquer the day. That's how you conquer the land. That's how you possess what belongs to you. He said, I have given the land unto Judah. Let him go first. Glory to God. 
You see, what we read in Second Chronicles, the army were going to go to war. But God went before them because there was a praise. If we are going to get the victory in our lives, we must begin to go through the gate of Judah. It's so vitally important. Wake up singing some praises to God. No matter what is going on, just keep on singing some praises to God. Amen? You possess the land. Men will not understand you, but you are entering the city through Judah. Glory to God. Amen? And so, in Psalm 114 verse 2, the Bible says, Psalm 114 verse 2, Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his domain. Psalm 114 verse 2. Take this from the message translation for me. Judah was his sanctuary and Israel his domain. The message translation. Judah became holy land for him. Israel, the place of what? Of his rule. His sanctuary, where God wants to dwell. That's why the scripture says, God dwells in the praise of what? Of his people. It's his land. That's where he resides. Give praise to God all the time. Give him thanks. You gain to do that. You don't lose anything doing that. You involve the rule and the dominion of God as you give him praise. In the midst of what is going on, give thanks and give him praise. Hallelujah. Are you there with me? Okay, finally, let's take Psalm 149. I'm going to read from verse 6, just reading down. Hallelujah. Look at this. King James. Let the high praise of God be in their mouth. Come on, can we shout the praise unto the Lord here? Hallelujah. Let the high praises, not just praises, high when be in their mouths. And a two-edged sword in their hand. What is two-edged sword? Now I'm going to show you what these two things does. When you have the two. The high praises and the two-edged sword. Look at what happened in verse 7. To do what? Execute vengeance upon the heaven. And punishment on the people. Verse number 8. To bound their kings with chains. And their nodders with fetters of iron. Verse number 9. To execute upon them the judgment written, this honor, have all his said. So when you have praise and the word of God, you got the victory. Did you get that? Okay, take it from the message translation, if you will. That makes it simpler for you. Verse 6 again. 149 verse 6. Shout the high praises of God. Brandish their sword in their wise sword dance. Now the sword of the spirit is the word of God. Is that okay? Hallelujah. What happened? A potent of vengeance on God, defying nations, a signal that punishment is coming. Verse number eight. The king chained and hauled off to jail. The leader bind behind bars for good. Praise God. Verse number nine. 
He said, the judgment on them carried out to the latter. And all who love God in the seat of honor. Hallelujah! These are the only two things you need to get the victory. The word of God and praise. That's why God said, in the book of Judges chapter 1, Who shall go forth to warfare? God says, send Judah. For I give him the land. Praise God. Are you there with me? You following me? Amen. But there is something I need to warn you against. Something I want to warn you against. One of the faults or the failures of Judah. In entering the city. If you look at Judges chapter 1 verse 17. Now we find that. I think they had only one sister Diana also. They came into a community. And... The community people said, we love this girl. One of the boys said, we love this girl. Went to the father and said, oh, I'd like to marry this girl. And they said, oh, come on. We can marry you. Can't give us your, your daughters or take ours because you are not second size. The king of the community went to the people and said, man, we love these guys. Right? We're going to marry the daughter so all of us should be second size. They comply with the promises. But Judah and Simon, his brother, they did something horrible. Here we go. Judges 1 verse 17. And Judah went with Simon his brother, and they slew the Canaanites, the inhabitants of and utterly destroyed it, and the name of the city was called Homa. They killed everybody, destroyed the city. The problem with Judah with anger. If you're gonna get the full victory. There is this spirit that you must forsake in your life. Anger. So, with all the good words, all the good things, even that which his father spoke, if you go down to Genesis chapter 49, you're going to find the same thing. He made reference to this problem. While you get the victory, may God not get a flaw in your life. And the greatest thing you must forsake in this season is a spirit of what? Of anger. It will destroy everything. As a matter of fact, it will reduce your potency, your power. Because anger can make you do what you are not supposed to do. You must avoid the spirit of anger as you enter into the city of God. God is always a forgiving spirit. In Christ, he forgives all. No matter what happens, as God is bringing the victory your way, you must learn to overcome the spirit of anger. But what have I told you today? Judah is one of the gates that we need to pass through to enter into the city of the living God. And that is spirit of praise and thanksgiving. And then the spirit of integrity and the ability to stand on behalf of people when they are oppressed, when trouble is coming to them. Ability to stand the gap. Ability to defend the weak among you. Ability to defend the innocent. Ability to see some people and say, no, we can't allow this to happen to them. That is the spirit of praise. I'm asking if you have that. And God recognizes these qualities and he says, you go forth for I've given the land to you. In other words, when you possess those spirit, you're definitely going to possess the land. They already possess the land before he came in to destroy the people in that land. By the spirit of anger. 
Why you try to avoid the spirit of anger? Be a compassionate person. Be a loving individual. Be a caring person. Stand for your people. Don't allow people to go to oppression. And yet you have the ability. You have the grace. Stand amongst people. Speak on behalf of the house. Speak on behalf of your family. That means intercession. That means prayers. How many of you take time to pray for your family? Stand up while I try to round up here. How many of you try to pray for your family sometimes? That is Judah. That is Judah praying. That Judah speaking to God on behalf of the family. We can't remain on this situation. There is poverty in this house. But a Joseph, I mean, a Judah can stand up and say, No, we got to get corn for the family. No, we have to have money for the family. No, we have to have food. No matter the condition, a Judah can approach the throne. How do you pray for your family? Talk to me. Talk to me. Mambro Sakaya Pasahakaba. How do you intercede? For your family, for the weak ones, for your children, for your husband. How do you intercede for your family? That the spirit of Judah is the spirit of intercession. Is the spirit of intercession. Is the spirit of intercession. With integrity, you can stand shorty for your people. With your integrity, you can approach God and God will respond to it. Judah stood as a shorty on behalf of Benjamin, speaking to the father, said the same thing to Joseph in Egypt. And because of that, the whole land was given to them in Goshen, and Judah was the one sent. Sometimes, because you are unable to live out what God has for you, that is why you are still where you are supposed to be. You see things before your people see them. You enter before they come into the place. The land have I given to Judah. That means weight can come into your hand just because of the spirit of Judah that you carry. Yabashaha prosaka masente. Weight, money, riches can come into your hand. Dominion can come into your hand. Power can come into your hand because you possess the spirit of Judah. You can assess the land. 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 Brainbo saprasatakabashata. Talk to the Lord. Set your heart if you have these qualities that I've just spoken about. Talk to the Father to help you. Talk to the Father to strengthen you. You can talk to God as a Judah. Sing the praises to God. He said he has given you the weapon. He said the throat of the enemy. Your hand shall be having a grip on them. Where is your joy? You lost joy to anger. Anger have replaced your joy. But you see, Judah messed up by being so angry and destroying even the same people that God has given the land unto him for. That must not be your portion. 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 Talk to the Lord. Rebuke the power of anger. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Pray God, grant me the spirit of mercy that I be able to stand to forgive the Lord, to show grace, to show compassion. My people will not perish in my time. Hardship will not kill my people in my time. Arise today 
as a Judah in my family. I stand today as a Judah in my community. No poverty will not keep my house. I rise with the spirit of Judah. I conquer the power of the enemy of poverty. I stand up intercession. Talk to the Lord. 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 The changes can come just because of you. Your family can survive just because of you. Things will begin to turn around just because of you. Praying in the spirit. Speaking to God. Lifting up a standard. That's how you become a Judah in your family. That will open the heavens. That will open the gates. That will open the entrance for you. To move into the city. Where God is not ashamed to be called their father. Spirit of Judah. The gate of Judah. You can enter. You can possess. You can receive power. Member of city. You can receive dominion. You can receive authority. You can get it. You can. God is giving it to you in praise and thanksgiving. And we enter his gate with thanksgiving.